What's going on, everyone? My name is Asmi Hongos. I'm a photographer and web video producer. And in this podcast, it is April 5th, 2020, another day of quarantine. Um, five, how many days does April have? Um, 30 or 29? 30. 30. So um, 25 more days before this is over. I'm here with my uh, co-host, Jackie. Hello, hello, I'm back. And uh, we're just going to bring you some stories. Uh, mine's particularly going to be about the new iPhone that's being released. Uh, people are calling it the iPhone SE 2. Others are calling it the iPhone 9. Uh, but it's just uh, your smaller form factor. And we're going to go over what makes great content. Uh, you know, I think we're going to be delving into both video and a podcast and um yeah what are your stories yeah and i will be talking about exciting opportunities for college students fujifilm will give out 30 student up to 30 student of three thousand dollars for their gears uh, of course this is for a little contest and to do a little traditional photo and video contest for them called create forever and you get to keep the gear if you do end up being selected. No second way. one, yeah. And second one being a little limited time on Amazon right now of a sales Beats and Bose headphone noise canceling one. And we're just gonna talk about those two and then compare to each other is maybe to Sony as well. All right. So uh, let's start off with that Fuji contest. It sounds pretty interesting. I feel like uh, quite a few companies are holding contests and i know road in the past has held one like pretty good contest but uh what what are the requirements for this one yeah so uh, the only requirement of this one is that you need to be a college student um full-time or part-time in the u.s except florida i don't know what's going on with florida (laughs) so i'm sorry florida you're out of this contest for this time (laughs) and that's kind of about it and i guess you just do a little project, a little proposal of student of storytelling. Uh So you can either do video or photo, and that will give you the gear to do so once you are selected. Mm. Wait, wait. So Florida is like not allowed in, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I wonder why. Yeah, I I, I feel like it's one of those, you know, like giveaway things like, oh, no gear, no purchase necessary, and then except for this, this, and this kind of thing. Just yeah. US laws, and sometimes it's stupid. Yeah. You know. um, yeah, so up to $3,000 worth of gear if you do end up being chosen. That is quite a lot of money, you know? Yeah, it's a pretty, and, like, pretty penny right there. Yeah, and you get to choose uh, for their, I believe their... Fuji, what's it called? The Fuji X series or the GFX uh-huh. series. So the yeah. crop sensors, you know, the the XT3 or even the medium format gear. So that is pretty exciting that you get to choose. Ooh, that is, that's not a bad contest. Now, is this because of what's going on with the COVID-19 or was this already pre-planned? Like, oh, is this just like, hmm? We're we're gonna keep on going ahead with it. I feel because... like it is kind of part of it, 
because they want to do some sort of storytelling. They even have a website called Create Forever. It's uh-huh. just to document and to create a story. Doesn't necessarily have to do with the current situation. So you know you can do any kind of you know fun stories or tragic stories through video or photos. Because uh, they said here, one representative, they said they're doing this to focus on a key group of people that oftentimes not giving opportunities to be heard. So it mm-hmm. is very important for, you know, just to document things. And I, I mean, Fuji is doing the right thing, uh, giving it to college student. And as we know, college student often doesn't have money enough to buy good gears anyway. Um, you know, everything is kind of expensive now. And the gear that they would buy would be like on the lower end. But the fact that you get to choose a gear and keep it. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. That is pretty exciting. Is this a first time contest or no? I feel like it is the first time of them doing it. Um, I have not heard of this contest before. Uh, like you said, there's are, there are many other companies that have done contests before. Like Nikon, about four to five years back, they had their 100 100th anniversary mm-hmm. and that one um i think the top prize was to win a nikon d5 limited edition mm-hmm. like a gunmetal finish or something mm-hmm. hmm. yeah so i mean if i were to choose i think i want to go with fuji on this just because you mm-hmm. know it kind of limit you to one categories just to tell a story but at the same time it's very broad so yeah and it gives up to so many opportunities, mm-hmm. 30 students, not just like, oh, hey, here's five, you know, professional photographers who have good gears and to win another good year. Yeah. Yeah, I guess um, we'll see the, um, I'm kind of excited about this because, you know, we always say, gear doesn't matter, bro. And then some people are, you know, are going to enter this and we're going to be amazed when they tell us they shot it with an unsalted potato. Yeah, uh, and everything like the audio is good and uh, the camera direction is good. And uh, $3,000 is not bad. I, not. I mean, I wish I wish more camera companies were doing this. I mean, we're all bo- at home bored out of our minds. And um, yeah, hopefully this is also like free publicity for them. Because oh, yeah, I mean, sure. how many people are going to enter this? I'm pretty sure quite a few. Quite a few, uh, but they choose up to 30 students that will be, you know, archived forever on the website. Yeah. And they get to keep the gear they picked out. Oh, that's pretty exciting. So we'll be on the lookout for that one. Yeah, maybe I'll enter. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should. All right. Next, uh, we're going to talk about the iPhone SE slash 9. You know, I think it would be better if they called it the SE two Two. yeah because feels like we we went back a few numbers with this one uh but anyways the the rumor is it's going to be a smaller form factor some are saying that it's going to be the same form factor as the iphone se1 while others are saying that the iphone it's going to be like the iphone 8 in terms of size um, but it's going to be their starter phone their budget phone at 400 dollars, and it's going to have you know um it's going to have a lot of features. Touch ID is going to come back. And uh, like 3D Touch is going to come back to that one too. They've gotten rid of 3D Touch most of the devices because nobody used it. And That's the cool part though. 
Yeah, that was so that was the one thing they really banked on like a few years ago, and they never like. I feel like most people wanted sh- shortcuts, right? And that was their way of implementing them. But I personally still just open the app, and I don't feel like too many people use the shortcuts. Wait, now there's a thing called shortcuts, but it was shortcut maker. Uh, but oh. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's supposed to come out this April fifteenth, and it's supposed to be like the replacement, the competitor. I don't know if um, I don't know what, how big it's going to be, but uh, there have been a few cases that have leaked, and I mean we already saw the leaks a few t- a few days ago, and it does look way more like it's the size of an iPhone eight, but like everybody wants the size of an iPhone SE. So, what what do you think are the right corners to cut over here? Like, what do you think they have to get right for it to sell properly? Um. I mean, for sure, they would, you know, bring back the Touch ID um, to cut corners on. I mean, SE already cut corners on the cameras. I don't right. think what's anything to cut on. Um, but what I've seen, what I'm seeing here from 925Mac.com, they said they confirmed that the three storage tier for the iPhone SE starting at 64 gig. No. <laughs> Wait, are you see? Oh my God, are you serious? So that's their corner cutting right there. I mean, that is still going on. That is a waste of parts. That's oh my God, that is such a waste of parts. So yeah, I I mean I don't know what in terms of cutting corners, I don't know what else you can really cut nowadays. Just because being iPhones, you still have to be powerful enough for record consumers. Yeah. But, at the same time, you want to stay relevant. You don't want to keep, you, you know, keep using old tech. So um, maybe, I, I don't know. I just want to see maybe something better than the last gen, not just a rebrand. Oh, hey, here's not iPhone, just a little bit of better specs. Mm, yeah. You know, like, I think Google did really good with the, I think it was like Pixel 3a or pixel 4a where like literally they cut every single one of the corners minus the camera so it was like an incredible camera and i think if apple does the same thing but in reverse right they cut the camera but make everything else great it's like bro like clearly people are going to suggest to google over the the iphone the pixel i mean they're gonna stick just the pixel over the iphone because of the camera so they they got to put in a really good camera onto this exactly. thing exactly yeah uh, but 64 yeah, gigs yeah <sighs> 64 gigs and it seems like the 3a also came in 64 gig at a point too so i feel like that is the only cutting corners that people that apple and companies can really do yeah you know 32 is just too much that's just like what are you even doing with 32 gigs anymore? Yeah, it's like, uh, that should be like a 64 though. That's, that's a uh, waste of parts. And I don't know, but, but the thing about the Google system is that it really relies on the cloud. So 64 is a little bit more understandable. Apple's moving towards this. We're doing everything inside the phone. Like a few months back, they bought out like an artificial intelligence company where they did all the processing inside the phone so that you get much better answers 
huh. and I feel like this. That's why maps is really bad, right? Because they don't use everybody's data, so that's why it's really bad. And certain services are pretty bad. So, I can understand why Google does sixty four, and but with Apple, if they're going to keep on moving towards it's done everything internally without selling your info, then they can't be doing the one the sixty four gigs. Imagine all the power that it takes to process the answers and everything in between, right? Yeah, exactly. But just like, and people are gonna buy. But four hundred dollars is a good is a good price. I think, yeah, yeah, four hundred bucks. Imagine they do USB C on this thing. Oh, that would be great. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I think. Do you really think they're gonna go、uh, lightning to just pure wireless? Um, isn't that the plan? I mean, they just that is get the plan. Ports. That is the plan. The only ports or holes that you see is probably just the mic holes.、Um, mm, but do you feel like they can make that jump? No. Like wireless technology isn't that great yet. Like it's yeah. So right now, wireless charge about five watts or so.、Um, so far, I've seen my Samsung charge about ten watts over wireless. Yeah, and you know, as we talk about how One Plus A is going to be doing thirty watts, which is great, but I find that charging wirelessly does heat up the phone quite often,、yeah. and so I just feel like you know, heat in general when it comes to electronics is not great. So I don't see what if they are able to handle thermal perfectly with the phone. Yeah, then sure, why not? But phone does、yeah. heat up. I don't know how they're gonna make the jump like that, and that just forced people to buy more, you know, cables and wires just for the, the pad, the wireless charging pad. Yeah, yikes! Imagine the mar. It's like the dongle market, man. It's like imagine the wireless, like, like this. It's like a magnet or something that allows you to charge. Like, like uh, it gives you makes you a dongle or something. Like things are gonna get crazy. And we're gonna see some crazy designs come into that, but、uh, yeah, I, I,、mm, I think Apple's never the first to market. They they mostly wait on everybody else. But it just feels like everybody else does not have fast wireless charging, right? I know the Huawei does like really fast charging, but those are illegal in America, I guess. <laughs> so, so fast it might explode. So so fast it might explode, and I don't know. I mean, nobody, yeah.、Know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the other cutting corners、uh, I'm thinking of is probably the screen. I know they did cut corners on the SE. Yeah.、Um, to maybe I I've heard 720p, right? And 720p. I think it was like 480p. Oh boy. So、oh, yeah. Hopefully, maybe they don't cut in terms of corner because、um, you know if you want great photos, probably want a great screen. But some、yeah. people don't really care. So maybe on also on top of that battery life, they may cut、mm, yeah. or RAM they may、mm-hmm. cut. So, I mean, Apple's never really known for announcing the RAM, and it's something that bugs everybody, right? Like everybody in the tech community is like, "Tell us how much RAM's in it." Like with the iPad, they're so, like, how, "How much can it handle?" We we don't know. It's like just they, enough. <laughs> just yeah, just barely enough, and 
<sighs> yeah, but I, all in all, I think it's just going to do really well. I feel like more towards Christmas than when it first launches. Because right now, they're going to launch it when all of this is happening. So probably nobody's going to buy. Yeah, I mean, Apple stores are not even open right now. So people won't even be able to go and see it. As yeah. many people love to go to the Apple store. It's always packed here in the Bay. Yeah, it's all, it really is always packed. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, it could, um, they're going to pull something I don't like. And, or something that people just don't like in general like 64 gigs like come on yeah i mean that's already confirmed so that's kind of a too bad but that is the corner they 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 must cut just for the price boo all right we're gonna we're gonna move on before we get on another rambling on another <laughs> tangent yeah so on amazon today you can today as of uh april 5th like we said you can get $50 off on headphones like the Beats Solo Pro, which usually costs about $300. Now it's, you know, $50 off, so about $250. If you have Prime, free shipping. And the Bose Noise Cancelling 700 series headphone, which is usually $400 in the price point. Now, I never heard of the 700 series headphone. Have you? Yeah, they're... I don't know why they didn't keep on calling them Bose QC 35s. These are just the next ones. These are like Bose QC 35 Mark threes. Essentially. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what's, why they changed the name, but yeah, it's just the next version of the QC 35s. Yeah. So, you know, apparently the Bose is now on par on, in terms of noise canceling with the Sony, WH-1000XM3, which is the very popular noise-canceling headphone that everyone uses, but it does run into the problem of uh, not working correctly when it's being very cold environment, uh, just because the touchpad is prone to that. Really? Yeah. So that is one problem with the Sony and the Bose right now is, you know, on par with them, but I have not followed with the headphone news for quite a while, so that's why I was kind of surprised that there is a another series of noise canceling headphones. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. that that's what they're going with now instead of the QC35. Yeah, it's I don't know why they jumped so many numbers, but but I do remember hearing that about the about the colder weather. It just doesn't. I mean, who's going to take these out for a run or something? These are supposed to be kept indoors. Right. And I mean, I don't, I don't know about the touch stuff. Like, I don't know. Do you like buttons still? I feel like it's still kind of gimmicky with the button, with the touch gestures. <laughs> yeah. And like a button does what the button's supposed to do, right? It's already pre-programmed. You could just yeah. reprogram it in software. So like, why not give people the choice? Yeah. I mean, I have the... Galaxy Buds Plus, and that is a touch surface. Um, yeah. What I find annoying is that it's great when you need it to, you know, it, it does whatever it does, but if you accidentally, like, swipe over it, it will register. Or if you accidentally just kind of tap it, it will register. So that's kind of annoying to me um, just because I'm not used to it. And even with the headphone, I still have to like locate oh, where, where is the button, you know? Oh, there it is. And then press it. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, I just do everything in the software program. So on my computer, it's just 
you know, adjust it on the computer, on my phone, just on mm-hmm. my phone. So I don't really use those buttons or interfaces unless I have to. Yeah, it's like, mm. well, well, at least you're having fun with it. I get, I get some kind of traditional on that. Like, uh, I like the buttons. Like, when will all this gesture stuff get actually good? Like, it's, it's gone pretty okay, but it still feels like that awkward transition period. And some companies definitely do it better than others. Yeah, I mean, I got to give it to Sony for the palm over the headphone so they can activate the mic. That's just genius. That really? feels natural. You know, it's like, wait, hold up. What What'd you say? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I can hear you now. That sounds like... That sounds don't like... do that when you're ordering coffee, though. You'll look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a very future thing. Like, that, that's what people are thinking about in the future. Like, you just hold it up to some extent and then it knows but yeah yeah just certain gestures are better yeah so um you can get the bose 700 noise canceling headphone for 250 dollars or you could get the qc35 2 in a rose gold for 244 instead of the 299 so that's even saving more money if you don't mind the color and i don't think it looks bad it looks bad at all Mm, that's a pretty good deal yeah, I I have to say that the QC35 is like, the lineup has always been pretty great. And I think the twos did it better. But I don't like the, the way that the 700s look. It just looks kind of fragile at the end. They like, look kind of old school looking. Yeah. But glad that they went with it. And yeah, we're going to move on to the next story, which is... Uh, you know, with all this quarantine content that's coming out, what makes you... Let's talk about videos first. Did you realize that YouTube made everything 480p? Did you hear that? No. Yeah, dude. Mean? Like, since everybody's streaming so much, like, it's automatically reducing everything to 480. Like, that's the, that's the automatic setting because it's just everyone's taking up so much bandwidth. Welcome to uh, 2009. I don't think... (laughs) We have YouTube. 480p is the max. And that's Uh, like high def. Yeah. (laughs) Like the transition between 480 to 720 and then 720 to 1080. Like 1080 was nuts. You remember that transition? I remember the 60 frame per second transition. I was like, whoa, you can watch 60 frame now? I, I, I don't remember that. I remember, yeah. I don't, huh? I don't watch stuff in 60p. <laughs> it's just like kind of weird. Yeah, or they added one tier lower than a potato quality, which is super potato quality of 144p. I'm just like, whoa, yeah, hold up. <laughs> so yeah, that was weird for me. The 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 144p. 144. It's weird because most YouTubers now know to wait like a few hours to like upload before they post to the public. So you don't get that 144p right away. I remember like people would upload and the only setting would be 144p. Cause as I was like, Oh, great. I love seeing salt just move on the screen. It's hilarious. Yes. I can't even read what's on the screen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Let, let's talk about video. What makes, <laughs> What makes something sticky for you? Like, what do you, like, we've talked about photos in the past. 
but for videos, what what keeps your attention? What keeps my attention? Um, honestly, just anything that's relevant, you know, to mm. my interests and hobbies. But just don't just sit there and look at the camera for 15 minutes and just talk. That's, to me, that's kind of boring. Uh-huh. Just like, okay, I don't want to see a talking head look in the camera. Maybe some of them naturally look dead. No offense to anyone that naturally looked dead. But, you know, imagine you talking like this and, you know, it giving you information, no infographic. It's just like, oh, my God, can I see what you're talking about? Like the yeah. product or the photos or whatever. Uh, I think that's just keeping it more interesting mm-hmm. rather than, oh, and I feel like the tone does matter. You've yeah. got to feel, you got to put in your tone, your mood. So, you know. Be happy. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I think that was YouTube, like, I think before 2014, people didn't, most of it was talking head. Like, there was no, like, high-end production before behind everything, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, it was, like, one or two people in a room. That sounds weird. <laughs> that sounds weird. And, um yeah, that's all you did. You just sat in your room and taught. I remember Frono's photo. <laughs> that guy's like first yeah. video. It's like people would leave in the the mistakes. Like you go back and it's like, oh, it's kind of oh. weird. Yeah. Like I guess there was no editing soft. Like there's such a variety of editing software now. Some free and some you have to pay for. But yeah, you're, you're right in those terms. Yeah, I mean, there are some people with a talking head that is wildly successful. Um, I, ASMR? You know, ASMR <laughs> attracts a certain audience. Um, well, PewDiePie is still relevant, and he's just doing commentary. You yeah, know. Um, that guy's hilarious. Yeah, or Drew Gooden, you know. Yeah. And- the, uh, the, uh, the Vine guy, the road work ahead. Roadwork ahead? What's that one? Uh, I sure hope it does. That Vine dude. I don't know who that is. Wait, which one? Drew Gooden. Oh, oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. he. Yeah, he's just a talking head. He is. He is. That's all it is. It's all. It's just talking head. I don't know, man. I guess it is it come in the editing, because editing is where all the power is at. Oh, for sure. Like, like the you delivery. Can, you can literally change what you're saying through editing yeah it's so bizarre but yeah i do agree with that yeah it's it's not always talking head i mean it, it yeah it depends on the niche right exactly like certain niches like for makeup right like that must just all be talking head like there it definitely is high quality videos in the makeup space but like get ready with me and like that's all talking ahead dude like it must be super easy to edit that like yeah just head. like of any whatever. genre yeah some some people do it better than others though yeah i mean just talking head maybe like even for red link they're just commentaries but they play games or they do they eat ridiculous stuff just to oh is that what the, they do yeah oh <laughs> on, on mythical channel uh good mythical morning they used to just kind of talk about you know, interesting facts and all, but they have shifted themselves into eating a lot more. Yeah. 
And I feel like that is one big part of YouTube as well. Eating, you know, eating. <laughs> who would have thought that eating could be a skill? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're eating? Let, let me grab something to eat while watching you eat. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird, dude. Like, yeah, I think everybody does that now. Like, you can't eat without the entertainment. And, uh, I think we've we see it spoiled. everywhere. Huh? We've been spoiled. Yeah, we've been spoiled. It's really bizarre. Like, I do it myself, too. I'm just like, mm, can't even still have my entertainment. <sighs> have you, has your, sc- wait, does Android do that? It gives you the screen time? True. What? 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 No, your your Android does it give you like screen time? Screen time? Yeah. Um, like how long you've been on the on your computer and on your phone? Oh. No, I believe there's some app that does that. Uh huh. But yeah, I feel like I've been on YouTube more on computers. Yeah. Um, and then when on my phone, I I'm, I'm on Instagram endlessly scrolling. You know, your usual. Yeah. I I think everybody's screen time went up this week by, like, crazy amounts. this month. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, because it records it on the Mac, too. It's like, your screen time went up by, like, 25%. I'm like, what? Oh, boy. Dude, it's it's nuts too much. Yeah, but I I can't track, like, um, internet use, like, Wi-Fi uses. So, you know, that's tells you a lot by how many gig that you have been used in a day. Just like, oh boy, I've been watching a lot of videos. Yeah. <laughs> now moving on to podcasts. What makes a podcast interesting? Um, podcast. Yeah, because we're doing one right now. And again, I, I feel like it's depend on the subjects and the niche market of it. Um, I sometimes find interview interesting. Mm. on a podcast we need to get an we need to get some sort of freaking person <laughs> to interview <laughs> yeah someone who's no more than us for sure yeah yeah we should we should get someone on there on here um yeah so what what about you what what do you think what makes the podcast more interesting what makes a podcast interesting hmm. it's got to be like niche like very niche it's so weird because with YouTube, like, for example, I listen to, I listen to Robin Hood Snacks and that's like, feels very niche. It's really short. It's like 15 minutes long, but podcasts are usually really long. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes it entertaining is that they're talking about business and the stock markets, but it's really short and sweet. And usually... I think it's the way that they flip it, right? Like stocks sound boring to most people and the state of the economy sounds really boring to people. Oh, not, not right now, but like... Right now, it is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you... Well, I've been reading a lot of books about it, like um, The Intelligent Investor. And so I have a, like a pretty good understanding of what's happening with the economy. And like... It sounds really boring when you explain it, but the way they do it, it's like, oh, there's short suites and it's two dudes that are like breaking it down so the average person can understand every terminology, uh, the cause and the effect of why certain businesses like either flop or succeed. Sometimes it's because of market pressure. Sometimes it's because 
of you know stockholders sometimes it's because of environment things out of the control like what's going on right now and it's i think nicheness and specific what is it specificity i can't say that word <laughs> being specific um and then there's like there's like the video and video podcasts that are like becoming super like super popular now right like joe rogan is like the the biggest example of that three hours long long. (laughs) it's video and audio but it's uh, a podcast yeah i I gotta watch the audio like i can't i mean i gotta watch the the video to kind of watch it but that's not a specific podcast i think it's a i don't know what you would call it it's definitely a (laughs) see i it's a podcast, but it's also like um, it feels like we're watching Oprah, you know, like every yeah, word video matters. Conversations. Yeah, like a bit. It's a video conversation where there is no where there's no agenda. It just kind of goes where it goes, and I think that's what makes it entertaining, right? You never know the the direction that it's gonna go, and his i think hit the specific topic he would land on is like interviews and commentary and that's it because he's just like he's just like a regular dude right he's like he's not like a politician or like a news channel the where you know you know how most news channels are they're always about the clickbait and <laughs> the sound bites that's every news media yeah right yeah but i still haven't fallen into that you know like story podcasting you know what i'm talking about right like um, like true crime stuff like that yeah like true crime and like what's another one Uh, true crime there was another one that was made popular um i think npr made one and it was really highly produced and they have all these sound effects and uh that's just like just like i feel like i need a video for this you know (laughs) like it's it's really weird but i still haven't fallen into that like what the heck why would this could just be made into a video right but but sound is so much easier to to like do multiple things at once so like if you're driving you clearly shouldn't be watching a video high illegal yeah is that yeah i see people with airpods on dude that should be Um, illegal yeah i mean it's already recommended not to drive with headphones on that's why you know car has speaker for a reason yeah hey no but people do that and people are wearing like airpods pro and it's like bruh don't do that but yeah i think that's what makes a good podcast for i think it's definitely going to be more interviewee than like this highly produced like sounds and all that stuff that's just me though like but yeah it's uh yeah for, for me, sure it ranges yeah because um right now i'm listening to the office ladies oh um, really yeah Damn, you really went into the whole office <laughs> thing didn't you yeah and i didn't know it but they started this back in late uh 2019 of last year um yeah which features Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. And I think one of the reasons why that you would listen to them um, is because you like their personalities, right? 
So personality is quite a huge part in podcasts as well, um, especially when you're not doing a video. They may not know what you're looking like. And so they, they want to know more about you through your voice. Yeah, and then, um, I still haven't heard that. Is it? What's, what do they do again? What do they mainly do? So uh, the office ladies right now, they are actually just going through the whole office like everything each episode by each episode and just make a podcast about it and talk about scenes the data happened things that we the general audience may not know of for 15 years <laughs> Jeez, dang they got a lot of content to, to dig through um, like, how many episodes are there right like, now i'm not sure but quite a lot started i think they have one weekly um and they have others uh you know they have guests like rain wilson he's on there oh really um, huh. yeah oh, um, they have others like paul figerson creed Bratton, the person <laughs> who played creed uh ken chung uh-huh. because he was a cameo in one of the episodes where michael went to improv class yeah <laughs> and wait did you finish the whole season all the series I, I'm right now going through season five. Oh, okay. It's still fine. It's still good. It's still good. Still good. Still good. And so, yeah, like uh, Brian Higa, he also have a podcast and a lot of people watch him because they know that he's a funny guy and they want to know more about his personal life because, you know, most the whole time he's done YouTube, he doesn't really disclose that. And yeah. you get to know him more as a person through these podcasts. Mm. so personality brings a lot of interest as well yeah that's weird seeing ryan higa just like he went from all these like highly scaled highly produced videos to now podcast it's it's solely podcast too right so he got burned out oh yeah like i mean just look at it just look at his videos they you probably had to he probably has to plan everything and then organize everything. I mean, he probably has people, but he has it's a crew, a, but it's yeah, very a, small. Yeah, and then the sound editing and like it's a whole production, so I can understand why. I don't know. I like I like the shift for for that. I watch it occasionally, but yeah, it's it's kind of weird, right? Like, yeah. I wonder what his stats are behind the scenes. Like, hmm, well, how did they go? And you know, he's one of the OG YouTubers and he made a giant, he made like a giant switch, right? Because like the reason I subscribed was because of the videos, but I'm okay with that. He switched to podcast. It feels a little bit like he's going, growing and, you know, it feels better, you know, like he, yeah. he seems like he's enjoying it more. Yeah. And that is one thing that he said about in the podcast, in the first few episodes, just that, you know, I didn't have to drive for it, so I'm trying something new, uh, which is nice. And, you know, he's already he getting sponsors left and right, just like in about three, four episodes in. That's really nice. Um, and then he just started doing interviews again, and that kind of generate more interest of, you know, interviews bring more people in. So, like, he have people like Andrew Yang on there or KSI. So, uh-huh. yeah, bringing up with just bring it up to speed 
just to stay relevant. Mm. Yeah, he's he's got a, like a pretty good name too. So, yeah. Are we going to this conversation? Oh yeah, yeah. Good podcast. Hmm. Good video. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird how it ranges, right? Like what people look for in the product. Yeah. When did or, you start listening to podcasts? Uh-huh. Maybe like a year and a half ago. I started off with like I think the um, when Elon Musk got on Joe Rogan. I think that's when it was like, oh, this is way better than freaking like a five minute interview. Give me like thirty oh, yeah. minutes. Give me like give me like three hours with this guy. It's like, and then um, <clears throat> I think it was after that. I'm like, what the heck? Short form content isn't that great because like, especially for interviews where you don't get to see people's thought process. So I think there, I don't know. I don't even know how, I felt like one minute I was listening to them. It's like one. And then I started listening to a whole bunch. And then all of a sudden everybody was listening to them too. I'm like, oh, it's so weird. So yeah. it definitely took off. It definitely did. Yeah, for sure. I, I remember I started listening to podcasts. I, I would say around the same time. But I started off with um, this channel called Analog Talk. Uh, it is specifically about film photography. And they have guests every podcast just to interview them and talk about their favorite cameras and what they do or how they got to where they are now. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, right now, I have not listened to them as much. Um, I don't know. And like you said, right, you know, once you start listening, it's just like, oh, this is kind of entertaining just to listen these people talk about their lives, their moment, and you kind of spiral down from there. Yeah, it, like you find one, you just gotta keep on digging for more. It's it's like a it's like a rabbit hole basically. Yeah, and when they stop making, it's like what? Why'd you stop? <laughs> Wait, they stop making it? Some some artists I li- that I listen to, they stop making it. Um, so I'm just like kind of bummed out about it because I love to hear more from their perspective, not just from video content. And yeah, like you said, I, I would agree that sometimes video is not everything. You know? Yeah. Video definitely takes a lot longer just because it just takes longer. Like you got to get visual cues and audio cues and all that. And lighting. And lighting and like editing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Audio is hard too. But when it's like a long form, it's a long form podcast. Like, I mean, I mean, you get to make the decision, right? Like right now for us, we don't, we don't have like a soundboard. We don't have any like expensive equipment. Um, but yeah, it's like you get to choose. But for the most part, people are like, just give me like straightforward audio voice and voice. And that's it. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe one day we'll get more upgrades uh, as we keep on doing this. And hopefully it's bring out more and more content. Yeah. Um, Better quality. Or higher yeah. quality sound. But yeah, hopefully he will enter this contest and uh, win that uh, win that XT2. Man, I would love to try their medium format. I never, ever tried a digital medium format. I mean, you can go ahead. You can uh, you can enter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got, just got to think of a, a proposal first. Yeah. Proposal. Uh, quarantine the movie. <laughs> Shot in <laughs> 720p with a flip camera. Short film. Short film. Short film. 
short so film. All I do is like a mock, a mockumentary. Just like, okay, this is my room, and that's where I sleep. And yeah, check in uh, next time for the next next episode of the next room. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I think we're uh, we're gonna wrap it up for this one. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. And make sure to check out the rest. Jackie, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Jackie the Little and on Twitter, Jackie the Little. And give us anything from on Anchor. What about you, Isaac? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Isaac Mihangos on YouTube and Isaac Mihangos with one A on Twitter. And you can send us a voicemail on anchor.fm slash Isaac Mihangos slash message. At the end of the day, I thank you so much for your time and your attention. My name is Asmi Hongos, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.